A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, AJ. Welcome to a new episode of We Talk Back. Thank you for joining us. Hey, y'all. It's Tam Bam. I love y'all. So how was your so- weekend, Tam? <laughs> so it was Benedict College's homecoming this weekend and we attended the masquerade ball on friday night it was a lot of fun did you enjoy yourself yeah it was good i like to see all the people girl you lying <laughs> girl you lying like hell let me tell y'all what aj did aj we got her to our section aj did not leave the section the whole time she drank her drink kept her little crow mask on the whole night and was cute and that was it Meanwhile, I was moving around. I was moving around. Okay. You didn't, you don't remember it. Did you not remember anybody or anything? Why you wasn't mingling? I mean, I spoke to the people I knew, but I don't know. What you don't know? I don't know. You gotta be (laughs) antisocial a little bit sometimes. Whatever, girl. So let's get into, can we get into the meat and potatoes of our episode? Because I don't want to waste time on this. This is a very special episode, you guys. Yes. Guess who we got on our show? Guess. Uh, you ain't never gonna guess. It's our daddies, y'all. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, would y'all like to introduce yourselves, please? Sure. I'm Bryant. I am Tammy's daddy. Um, I hail from Chicago. I'm 61 years old. And I have no idea why Tammy invited me on here for advice <laughs> on relationships, but. <laughs> Here we Here go. We go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna introduce yourself? Yes, I'm um Jerome James, Ashley's father. She know I'm a little shy type of person, but um I told her that I tried to do my best. <laughs> and we appreciate you for that. <laughs> so I'm shy may be bad and sneaky. First mm-hmm. of all, those be the ones that. you got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to ask you this question, both of y'all. 
How did y'all meet our mamas? <laughs> I knew it was an ambush. Um, <laughs> I met your mother at cop and uh, I was a freshman and I, I don't remember what, what uh, exactly classification she was at the time, but uh, we met in college and, uh, you know, she was older than me, very cute, very polite, very smart, and I was attracted to her. And the rest is history. She is a bad red bone at Allen University. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how you met my mama? Um, I met Ashley's mama, Charlene, through my brother. Uh, she used to always say a word down the street that um, she was she liked me, but I always used to go the other way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, one day I met up with her, and, and we started communicating, and everything went from there. Okay, cool, cool. So, all right, enough about them because y'all don't even date them no more. So we ain't even gonna go down that, that road. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on, I'd like to establish first that I do not have daddy issues. My parents were married when I was conceived. So Same. all y'all niggas, yeah. <laughs> I had a daddy, okay? You still got a daddy talking about exactly. I had a daddy. I still got a daddy. <laughs> yeah, we were married for a good while though. A good 20 years. So, yep, um, same here. 20 years, that's the cutoff, seems like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good run. That's a good run. Yeah, man. <laughs> Long time. So, all right, give me, Daddy, some advice on, you know me very well. You probably know me better than any man out there. Why do you think I'm still single? And be totally transparent. <laughs> I think that you are still single because uh, you move too fast and uh, you don't take time to uh, cultivate a relationship. It's like you three strikes you out. Uh, <laughs> and that's always been you. Uh, you're very stubborn, independent, and if things don't go your way, you out. Yeah, because these niggas be playing with me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this all the time, trust me. <laughs> and I give her the same advice. Take your time. Just take it slow. You understand, you know, guys out here have game and, and you know, one of your biggest pet peeves is honesty. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I also feel like, you know, you may fall into that category of, uh, of, of checking the content of a man's wallet instead of taking his his character first. <laughs> and then when you uh, figure out that character is empty and the wallet may be loaded, you, you kind of left holding the bag. You don't like it. So you, you move on. I've heard you say, oh, oh, daddy, this is the one. And the first thing you go into is, is where he took you and, uh, you know, how much money he got. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then a couple of weeks later, I can't stand that nigga. <laughs> I like a man that can provide, Daddy. What's wrong with that? But well, I mean, by, uh, pro provision is one thing, but is he providing everything else? I mean, uh, yeah. Once I and see that's the, the key. Once I see the character flaw, I don't the money don't matter no more, and that's. I wish I could like just love a man who's just rich and be fine with that. But it, I just want more. Exactly. I got to like you. Yeah. 
That's the hard part. But it's always easy to like a broke nigga. I don't want no broke nigga though. <laughs> what? Why don't you find like a medium? Like he ain't got to be super rich, yeah, but he, he don't have to be like poor standards of moral character or whatever. Because seem like the more money a guy got, the more he think he's more privileged to uh, take certain. Uh, privileges with the women that he meets, especially if he thinks that that's all they're after is his money, you know? So that's a two-way street. You got a lot of men who lead with money, right? So they lead with money, and then when I tell you I need something now, it's a problem. Yeah, well, that's the representation, right? Everybody comes out with their best, best face forward. And then when you get into the thick of things, like, hey, I need a... Uh, I need I need my light bill paid or something like that. Then you know a lot of guys kind of get like, <laughs> who was paying your light bill before I met you? You know that. <laughs> I kind of think that every guy want to help out a little, you know, in a relationship, but for some reason or another, it's so it's harder nowadays going into a relationship. Um, Ashley always tell me she is her mother's daughter. So I, <laughs> I understand a lot about that, but she said that. What, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, what does that mean to you when I to say that? To me, when she says that, that means that, you know, she ain't gonna take too much trash. <laughs> oh, so, could, yeah, and I believe that. Yeah, it could be a problem when they start acting out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not going to get into your mother, are we? Damn. I mean, we can if you want to go there. No, ma'am. I do, do you, not. Do you, do you think I'm like mama? You know it. Y'all can't even stay in the same room together. <laughs> That's definitely me and my mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. There's some truth to that. But very the thing is, just like my mama, I'm very catering. I'm very nurturing. I'm a cook for you. I'm a clean for you. You got to go on a trip. I'm a pack your bags. Like all in all the the women womanly things that a man thinks a woman should be like. Like that's my mom, and I'm like her. But I, don't play with me. That's just it. So a lot of dudes be they want to be able to do whatever they want to do, and they don't want you to say nothing about it. Like they just want you to shut the hell up. And I'm not going to shut up. Do you agree with that, Daddy? Agree with what aspect? That was a whole lot. She just do, men want want women to shut the hell up and why they do what they do. No, no, I don't agree with that. I think, like I said, I think that's uh, a two way street. I think sometimes uh, women want men to shut the hell up and do what they say, <laughs> tell them. Facts. <laughs> I think <laughs> right. I mean, everybody wants their way. Everybody wants their way. And I, I think sometimes, like Jerome said, it's so hard today in relationships because of that very fact. Everybody wants their way. Nobody wants to understand the other person and nobody wants to compromise. It's like my way or the highway, especially with you young people. And then it's not just the women, it's, it's the men too. It's like, it's just like young, young people on jobs. When they on jobs and they don't get their way, they quit just like that. Yeah, because that job, as soon as you die, that job will have your space filled the next day. Why well, I'm going to be working myself to death for a job that don't care about me. Same exactly. things in relationships. 
Mm. Well, I'm gonna keep working myself to death in this relationship, and uh, you gonna hire somebody else the next day. Exactly, and they keep mm. one foot out the damn door already. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the worst part is, is that women, we don't have a lot of quality options out there. You know what I'm saying? Like men know a lot of quality women, I believe, because they can move on to the next woman, and it's like, it might be a good catch the next person. But we don't have that option. Men be having like 20 quality women in the cut. <laughs> yeah, well, trust me, they only want one. And that one that they really, really, really want, uh, you will know it. You will know it. Because that's when they'll put up with all those, those things and baggages that y'all bring to the table sometimes. Call it and what you want to call it. <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> All that shit. I'm trying. I told you. I told you, damn it. I want to keep it PG. I said, I know you really don't want me to start talking. I want but... you to say what you feel. <laughs> so, yeah, all that shit y'all bring to the table. Uh, you know, if a man really cares and he's trying to understand you, you know, he'll be in agreement. He'll say, yes, baby. Okay, baby. You know, and, and it's to the point where, uh, if, if that type of understanding is not being reciprocated, then that's when the heat comes. So, you know, if you want he... a man, if you want to do right, man, like the song said, well, it's, it's the opposite. But if you do want to do right, man, you got to be a do right woman. This man, we can a woman's only human, just like her man. Oh, that's it. That's it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this is how I feel like a man, a man does. He'll be like, okay, baby, to your shit, as you called it. And then go to his side chick house and be like, man, let me tell you what happened over there. It's stressing me out over there. Pillow talking with the side bitch. Yeah. <laughs> now she got all ammo for me when he don't pull up when he's supposed to. Right. <laughs> See, all no. this is new to me. How, how do you know the guy that you with has a side chick? You investigate. And how does he not know so married that you got, a, you got a backdoor guy yourself? Like, let me tell you, you, you talking to your guy. Like, let me tell you what this nigga says. <laughs> <laughs> and the side guy sitting there talking about, for real? <laughs> that's crazy no, yeah right <laughs> hey look but we can't leave with that side man a woman right like a man so can, at what man point do you take his main for the side we can't do that for a side nigga they gonna leave us when we leave our man i don't know mm -hmm. it take two to play so at what point in a relationship even if you got side people do you feel like you want to drop all that and just come together and work on on just your relation, exclusive relationship. Because it seems like to me, everybody has no trust. So everybody, you know, keeping their options open. So when do you close them options and just work on? My mama told me that a man don't close his options till his pencil don't write well no more. That's what she told me. Mm. <laughs> 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 this is all I got to say. <laughs> oh, no That's rebuttal to that. No, like, now, that. Now they got medicine for that. God damn. <laughs> so Ain't that, never that. gonna stop writing. That's right. So you gotta come up with another option. <laughs> Hold on, Tam. Let's pay some bills. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. 
life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Both of y'all have been married for 20 years. And I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Yes, we, she is. You, <laughs> Mr. Hart, you just said that, you know, we, there's no trust and we be ready to leave this and the third. So in the 20 years of marriage, can y'all say y'all were both completely faithful for 20 years? I wasn't. I'll be honest with that. I think that's where the trouble started. And that's why I'm speaking from experience now that, uh, I mean, if you're serious about a relationship with someone one-on-one, that that whole honesty piece and being transparent and open with your partner as far as what you want and what you're looking for and what you need, other than just money, is important. You know, it's okay to start out a conversation with what you do for a living or whatever, but it's more important to find out who that person is. And is this the type of person you want to be with exclusive? And if you read between the lines, they bullshit, and I guess you can just step. But if you finally meet somebody that's sincere, I mean, 
I think you have to take that risk and that chance to, to make it happen for you. But you're never going to make it happen if you don't open up and start trusting. Mm, that's do you, do you think that's that the most people. Most people probably end up in marriages with somebody who they weren't supposed to be with. It happens if you rush into it. I mean, if you take your time and learn them important aspects that I was talking about, like, does this person make you laugh? You know, do they listen to you when, when you have problems or, or when you really need to talk? Uh, you know, do they provide for you in a way that you, you know, you feel secure? And uh, just being honest and open, you guys can talk about anything, you know, do the background research. You talk about your family, you know, or how you were raised and, uh, you know. That's important. Yeah, all that. Do you think, do both, I want both of y'all to answer this one. Do y'all think it's natural for a man between the ages of, well, let's start with 30. Is it natural to be with one woman for the rest of your life? For a man, would that, is that a natural thing? Or do you think it's unrealistic to expect a man to pick a woman at the age of 30 and be with her forever and nobody else? I have a couple of friends, a few friends that I know, been with their wife for a while, you know, years. So like me, myself, you know, I'm the woman came in between me and my wife. We just kind of like, I guess we just grow apart, you know? Um, but I, I wasn't the type of person that, I like to, I always like to go out, mm -hmm. I, you know, just out, just out, hanging but with you, the boys, the shooting pool. Look, my mama is the woman that all these guys on Instagram want. I just want a good girl who go to work, come home and, and stay in the house all day. That's her. Uh, yeah, Charlie, <laughs> she was a good woman. I, I, know, um, I, I think it was my fault that our relationship went bad, but no, no other woman caused it. And do you think it's it went bad because you wanted to go out? Mostly because I didn't stop going out. <laughs> well, hold on, let's unpack this for a second. Yeah, because going out ain't wrong. Yeah, maybe you no. gotta find. But then when you get back home and the argument starts, mm -hmm. something make it wrong. Yeah. Okay. You know. So let's back up a second. You said no woman ever came between your relationship. Yeah, you've said that before, so I'm trying to calculate it. Right. Right. Because was it just? going out or were you having too much fun outside the house you see what i'm saying when you say oh no woman ever came between because i think that's what men, what men think is like they do these they do they do stuff within the relationship right and because you leave your you ended the relationship or you're the cause of us not being together not the situations that transpired for me to leave it's because you gave up on the relationship yeah like i said basically i took the blame for my relationship but going how, bad. But how do you say that no woman ever came in between a relationship, though? Well, nothing ever did. <laughs> as far as I ever know. Well, he don't, I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> it's blurry. Look, what I'm trying to understand is... But yeah, you, no, because the conversation was, you know... Let me help you out, Jerome. He, huh? He's saying oh, it wasn't a woman, but it was something that came between their relationship. <laughs> He may felt like he was neglecting whatever he started out with his now wife. Now you speaking for this man? <laughs> yeah, I'm helping him out. <laughs> yeah, you because know, he's um, trying to say it wasn't a, a woman, but he was so he's saying, yeah, right, another relationship. Yeah. No, it wasn't another relationship at all. Not another relationship, but situations. Situations. Of yeah. course, it wasn't another. Not it wasn't you having a whole another relationship outside my mom. That's what you mean, right? Right. 
But because you didn't leave her for a woman. That's what you said. Right. <laughs> but she might think that though. <laughs> that, <laughs> she might have, this is what I'm trying to unpack. She like, might okay. have that thoughts, but it never to me it wasn't that way, you know. Aye, aye, aye. All right, Daddy, do you think that's something that's natural for a man 30 and up to be with one woman forever and that's it? I don't know. The word natural just kind of, you know, <laughs> it's kind of messing with me in my head. Uh, I think that, no, naturally, no, it's not. I, I'm going to be honest. A 30-year-old man, um, a 30-year-old man, if he's in love with his wife, his woman, et cetera, Yes, but nowadays, from what I've witnessed and what I know, it's more an exception than the rule. So, but it's possible. So if a man is married, 30-year-old, let's not even say 30, let's say 35, let's be realistic. 35-year-old man is married. Do do men consider cheating, meaning you don't love your wife? No. I would say if you cheat on your wife, you don't love your wife enough. Because if you were really in love with your wife, and and you respected your vows and all that good stuff. No, you wouldn't cheat. You wouldn't cheat on your wife. See, I don't know how well I agree with that. Just because I feel like sometimes cheating don't have nothing to do with the other person. Yeah, you know, the choice that you made. Cheating is a choice. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes. It has it has everything to do with internal issues, ego, things personal. Sometimes, and it don't even have to do with the person over here that mm-hmm. you do love. You know, I'm not making excuses for it, but. Yeah, because my excuse always been um, they took us out of Africa, but they took an African out of us. <laughs> <laughs> Our African listeners gonna be mad at that. <laughs> no, wait, what does that mean that you believe like a man should have more than one wife? Like that's the culture over there? If I was back in the province, I was back home in the motherland, you know. I probably you have more than more. one wife? Yeah. I'm- <laughs> And that, and that and that's natural over there, you know. That's but natural. now you like the word natural. Okay, got it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, that's why I said the, the word natural just kind of goes screwy in my head because uh, what what I mean when you say nature natural, I mean exactly what are you talking about? Monogamy. You know? oh. Is monogamy natural for a man? Forever, all of us. I think for man and woman, some women's just like a man. They want, you know, experience. They want, they don't, yeah, let's, let's, let's flip that. Is it natural for a 35 year old woman to want to be with one man for the rest of their life? I will say no is not natural, but however, oftentimes women practice restraint better you know, than men, like we have the same type of feelings y'all have, but we may not go out and act out, act on them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Until shit get real ugly. Right. That's true. Because it's a That's societal true. norm that we practice restraint with, but I don't think it's natural for any one of us to be with one person forever. And and then another thing is, this is just like, what am I getting? I'm always like, what am I getting out this other situation? That, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like if I cheat, I'm going to be ready to leave with that person too. But do you know the, the, big, the big C word is it's the main ingredient into that to a relationship and that's commitment you know mm-hmm. what what level of commitment are you prepared i mean even let's say you in that committed relationship and hopefully no one does have a relationship outside of that marriage but if that 
happens, what is the level of commitment to repair whatever happened and continue in that relationship? Where's the commitment for forgiveness and to move on and understanding? Because that's not into the, today's society. Nobody, that commitment level is not as strong as it used to be like when my parents were well, where, the commitment uh, can't be one sided. That's the thing. The commitment well, I, and I coming agree. from the woman I, I, being committed I, to you while you do whatever you want. I to agree. Do. I agree. And that one, and I'm, when I'm speaking of commitment, I'm talking about on both partners. So, you know, it can't be one sided. It has to be a commitment on both. And I think that, you know, sometimes you run into some rough patches in any relationship. And, you know, keeping that open communication and, and, and sticking to the commitment is better than maybe some unrealistic goal. Like Tammy said, everybody is just completely 100% faithful, especially the man. I, I, I do believe that women are, are creatures who are more devoted and nurturing and loving where they, they can, you know, be with one man for the rest of their life. But you know, it's an exception to the rule with most men. I admire a man that, uh, that's been with one woman and that's the only woman they love. And so you don't think he a sucker? You admire him? No, no, that's, that's to be commendable. <laughs> okay. I yeah, think the I... sucker is the cat that keeps bouncing from woman <laughs> to woman. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But like I said, I got a lot of friends that been with their wife 30 some years, 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's still happy. It's still together. The only reason yeah, why they're so happy. But but up this and, yes, up and down. This is what I'm trying to get to though. They're still together because of the woman's endurance. Y'all think that it's not from well, the man's endurance. Wife, you don't think it takes endurance for a man to stay with a woman 35, 40 years? That's a lot of endurance. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. It is. I agree. It is a lot of endurance, but all, well, from what I from what I've seen, right? <laughs> from what I've seen, if somebody stays together, like people joke about this stuff all the time, like yeah, women is just we just pick up and leave whatever is easy for us to leave. Men nowadays, their grandmothers stuck it out this and the third. They really didn't have a choice, right? Because financially, the they couldn't leave a lot of the time, right? But now so we have enough money to survive on our own. Exactly, we got some fuck you money. So yeah. well, <laughs> well, get the step. <laughs> and hey. I know what I'm just what I'm saying is that's the attitude of everybody now. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's good or bad. That's what I'm talking about. Because I just want to know if those women in those relationships would have gotten the same type of grace if they were moving like the husbands. If I was moving like my husband and, and I caught my husband cheating so many times in this 30, 40 year marriage, well, we have made it to 30, 40 years. No, because a man's ego head. cannot handle his woman stepping out on him like women no. are supposed to handle it. Yeah, yeah but you know, when women are so clever, a man will never know anyway until. <laughs> but till, that's what till, we ask for, though. We ask till, for until that woman tells them. <laughs> till that woman tells them when she just fed up. That's why I so and so another <laughs> nigga. <laughs> and that and that's it. That's when the shit starts. <laughs> Either that or the baby come out looking like the milkman. That's it. 
<laughs> no, he said that's that's when the shit start. The shit starts right. when she tell you she smashed somebody else, but it don't start the 30 times you've been smashing Becca around the corner. Yeah, but Tammy, I'm just expounding on the fact that Tammy said that a man's ego cannot handle uh, oh, his the idea stepping. of his woman sleeping with another man. And you know what? I'm going to have to give you, that's true. That's true. It's a lot more deeper for a man than, than for some reason a woman. You know, a woman is more forgiving. We it's but not it's fair. Still, it still comes back to the big C word, the big commitment. You know, are you committed? Are you ready? Yeah, and some people get confused with love, marriage, yeah, lust. relationship, you know. Yeah. Whether somebody, whether a woman love you. Some of them think that they've been beating up on them. They love them, you know? No, I know people <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, this guy said that the woman he was dealing with, if he didn't beat her, she wouldn't feel like yeah. he loved her. Some of some people think that way. That's that's crazy right there. Yeah, that's why you gotta be that's why you gotta know people's background and how they were raised, first of all. Right, exactly. The only way you can experience like some type of uh love or that that type of feeling is by somebody putting their hands on you or yelling, cussing, screaming. You got a problem. You got some type of emotional trauma that you need to unpack with a therapist at that point. Hold on, Sam. Let's pay some bills. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. I was going to ask them um, what advice would they give to young men right now who are looking for love or men that are in relationships? <laughs> the advice I would give is, is to be honest. I'd be honest with that woman, what your intentions are. And if you express your intentions and they're noble, then live up to it. It'll save you a whole lot of heartache, headache, and money. <laughs> Most importantly, money. <laughs> that's my advice I think both of them need to be honest the man and the woman need to be honest exactly. with each other and, um, and, and in a relationship I, what I do I try to stay out of it especially with my, my daughters I got three daughters so I just try to listen more than anything when they come to me and ask mm -hmm. them you know, opinions especially if they're going with somebody I just I try to basically just listen to them. Did I give some advice? And I don't try to get involved. Man, he don't say <laughs> nothing. You hear me? Like you know how I be talking to him. I'll go on and on and on and on and on. It's probably sounding like my mama, whatever. Like I'm really needing some type of advice. Like I really need my daddy to to help me through. Like, am I tripping? Like, am I tripping on this man, or is he tripping on me? Like, give me some type of something. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he'd be like, baby, just do your best. I hear that. That's all he's like. <laughs> no, I, no, I like her last friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we was, um, I was working up there in Columbia with him, trying to help him get that food truck together. And he used to always question me all the time. I tell him, I basically the same thing, just, you know, kind of ignore him. <laughs> without, without giving him any advice. <laughs> So your best thing was to stay out of it. Yeah, like he gonna stay out of it like completely though. Yeah, I try to stay out the way. <laughs> I just feel like when I ask my daddy for advice when I'm actually in a relationship, it's always, this is how you're fucking up. And let me tell you. <laughs> and I get mad. You can't tell that man to go to bed. Remember that time I tried to make uh, my ex go to bed because I had to go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My ex used to make me go to bed. It was lights out like prison. Nigga turned the TV off on me and everything. I couldn't even, I, I used to have my uh, headphones on to meditate through the cell mm -hmm. phone. He would be complaining about being able to hear the meditation music on my headphones. Like mm -hmm. at this point, we need to sleep in separate bedrooms because goddamn. That's controlling. <laughs> okay, okay, so maybe I was be, being controlling too. I hear that. Uh, you think. <laughs> picking up people's cell phone and all right that all that crazy i don't do that stuff. no i never you don't do, that. do that but you you know tam i mean you you can't be a bit the man in that time kids all of us <laughs> <laughs> that was I a long wanna, time ago right so no look i'm 
out here. I've been breaking up for the last year or so, whatever I've been having going on in life. Mm. But what kind of advice do you do y'all have for y'all single uh 30-something year old daughters as far as relationships? Should we get into one? Should we just stay single and die that way? Like what should we do? No, you can't stay single. I've been single a long time before I got married and after I got married. I used to go out all the time. And um when you're single, you're single. <laughs> I I want to say stay single and die, but uh... right. <laughs> damn, <laughs> life is easier that way. Yeah, <laughs> single Boy. people do live longer. Yeah, yeah. you ain't saying yeah. that about a word when you say life is easy because that's where you be sitting here like, ah, oh, I want a relationship. I want somebody. I want some... boy. You get somebody, and it's like, why the hell did I manifest this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> but the real question is, is what do you want? I mean, that's 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 the key. What do you want? Yeah, because everybody goes through that as a single person, you know. Why? Sometimes I just sitting out just a lonely, nobody talk to. Next thing you I, got five or six friends you're talking to. <laughs> I want somebody when it's cold and I want to be single when it's hot. I, that's right. That's what you want for real, Sam. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a seasonal boyfriend. I am tired of using my mama as my emergency contact. Okay. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. No, I do want I do want something real one day. But I'm not going to I waited this long, so I'm not gonna force it or lay my standards down by the riverside at this point. Yeah. So, Daddy, and, what's your advice? Well, I mean, you you just said it. You, I mean, keep your standards, but uh, you got to continue to live your life. But whatever standards that you have, you have to present the same standards as well. Okay. So don't have expectations of someone that you're not going to uh, meet yourself. That's fair advice. Yeah, he's, he's out there. The next one is out there somewhere. Yeah, if you're listening, baby. I'm here. <laughs> Girl talk 45. <laughs> <laughs> so daddy, I'm surprised you didn't say anything about my mouth. I'm surprised. I mean, everybody knows about that by now. I mean, no, uh, no I don't need to speak on that. No, I think you should. <laughs> For our listeners, they don't know. They don't? They don't know. Mm. I don't know. You don't well. I I tell you, she has a mouth on her, and she's always had a mouth on her since she started learning to talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met Ashley, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley says she's her mama daughter. and i actually told her when she said she was having this show and she said she was getting paid to talk i said well that's got to be a god sent uh occupation because that's definitely your gift (laughs) we born communicators shy we may not be always effective but we are healthy <laughs> yeah, because we we we're being kind of so I'm gonna tell you, Tammy talks shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two four seven. I do. I'm working Some, on it though. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not so good. Yeah. And sometimes it's not meant to be funny. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it can be just darn right ugly. Yeah, I know. But I listen. I have been actively working on that because it's sometimes I be thinking of some shit I'm about to say and then I don't say it and then I don't even say it and I be like, look at the growth in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> you hold it in? I hold it back. You know what? What I've been, I've been starting to do is I think how would I be affected if someone said the same exact words to me and that'll determine if I should say it. Now, sometimes I'll be like, fuck that. And I say it anyway. <laughs> but there's a lot of times where I just, you know, I think about how I would feel. And I, I don't say nothing. I just think it. <laughs> well, as my dad used to tell me, and I never understood until I got a little bit older, he said, you got to know when to hold and know when to fold. Right. right. And that's words to live by. Yeah, but <laughs> if I get too quiet, it's really over. As long as I'm yelling, we good. I Boy, think that's, when I that's stop with most shit. women. That's with most women. A silent woman is deadly. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Do y'all think black women are not submissive enough in comparison to other women? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't have anything to compare with. Uh, I've always known black women and uh, I love black women and I don't, I, I don't think I would want to uh, super submissive woman because of the type of person that I am, I would run all over. <laughs> yeah. So I, I need, I need to be checked sometimes. So I, I like a strong black woman that voices her opinion and makes her standards known. And I admire you about that, Tammy. You should always be that type of person. Thank don't you, Daddy. You, don't compromise or lower your standards for anyone, especially a man. Thank you, Daddy. So we write. <laughs> so basically, keep talking shit. Yeah. No, know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only been in a relationship with black people, ladies too. I, I never um, another nationality. I know my brother. He loves a white woman's now. <laughs> uh, but he, I think he have the same problem because he can't stay with him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your brother not listening to this show. <laughs> no, his problem is he be getting white women who who don't take shit like black women. Oh, oh. so he got the best of both worlds. Maybe on his neck. That's the problem. He can't no, play I with think, him either. I think it's really him. <laughs> but he had some luck the other day. His, um, he had he had a son in Germany. And he got contact with my um, family up in Baltimore. So they, he finally touched with him after 30 some years. Oh how, oh, how nice is that? Mm hmm So my uncle was in the military child. He got probably got some churn all over the over. world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he ain't got but one. He's been to Germany. He don't know, because I didn't ask him before. <laughs> but he don't, <laughs> he don't know about one. <laughs> I got a question. What's one piece of practical advice you wish you knew sooner? I probably my, stay my ass married with the one woman. <laughs> stay married? Practical advice. <laughs> stay married to one woman? Yeah, I that, know that's right. That set you back a long way now when you got to start over. Yeah. I realize that. What about you, Danny? But you know, you just got to keep going. That's what you do. It's cheaper to keep her. Yeah. Same. That's basically what he said too. 
<laughs> but you can't let it stop well, you, know, you gotta keep moving that's right no i i wish i would have been more uh a little bit more open and more honest and uh try to understand my woman instead of trying to command her all the time mm-hmm. you know that's basically it yeah so y'all listening out there stop trying to command us and just listen some damn time shit <laughs> I don't think I said that. <laughs> hey, look, so what I'm hearing is <laughs> do what I say. <laughs> I used to listen all the time. It still yeah, didn't work you, out. You ain't have no damn no no input though. You listening. <laughs> Imagine you got a man who like y'all like he listen, he he listening, but he ain't got no like is no exchange. Right. After that, yeah, the same thing. That's just as bad. Just asking for advice. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't change, or you just have to listen. Your woman talk, 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 talk on and on, on and on. <laughs> no, my daddy is definitely going to exchange. <laughs> <laughs> my mom talk circles around you. We gonna have their yeah. ass on here too. <laughs> yeah, we are gonna have them next. <laughs> yeah. That should be an interesting show. I don't know. Uh, AJ about your mom, but that's Sarah Hart. Ooh. Daddy, I need y'all on together because. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Wait, start start bringing up old shit. (laughs) It's going to get nasty. Oh, it's going to get real nasty. I know. I should call you. My mama called him a bald head MF real quick. But crazy thing is, my mom and my dad are the best of friends to this day. Best of friends, right? This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Charlene get along pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. When I but told I her, I'm gonna um, get on the um, podcast with her. No. That's that's suicide. That's gonna yes. be our that's gonna be our Christmas episode. What you talking that about? That might be your yeah. final show. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness well in a relationship was there something that you always wanted to do but never had the chance to do it Hmm, that's an interesting question i'm gonna let you feel that i think i did basically everything in a relationship that relationship calls for um because when we started we didn't have anything we poor as hell we worked together and accumulated what we did accumulate. Try to raise three daughters the best we can. So um, I think that's about it. And, and I left for me to really think that I would. I mean, I wish I had a, like I said, be more patient, but mm-hmm. more understanding, and more um, understand. I say understanding in, in the relationship. You got to have a lot of understanding each other. Everybody got to, and both parties got to be able to communicate and talk. Once you lose the communication, and I left. That's a fact. Daddy, you? I'm agree with Jerome. I mean, uh, I, I've been saying that since since the top of uh, the show. Uh, that that communication factor and understanding is the key. You know, I, it's unfortunate it took me so many years to realize that. But so what I'm hearing is y'all telling us to wait until we about sixty to get married. 
No, that is not what <laughs> you are hearing. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. If you probably ready to settle down by then. <laughs> yeah. I see. No, I was hoping I, you. I, I, what? What? I think what Jerona and I are saying. Don't wait until you get that age to start realizing that communication and understanding, and it's not always about your way or the highway. Is is uh as a key ingredient in a relationship. You gotta have some type of compromise and commitment with somebody that you actually really love and you wanna take that long walk down that road with. I was hoping that you were gonna say something like, I wish that I took your mother to Paris or I took your mother to the moon or something and saddled it and lassoed it and pulled it down to her. That was the answer <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> well, uh, I wasn't exactly thinking that in terms of that. I was thinking something else, but you know, this is a PG show. But um, no, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted a threesome in my marriage. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I didn't want to go there. So, but no. Oh, that was... <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's it. You know her friend uh, Paula? <laughs> Remember her friend Paula? Yeah. We also from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Four or five wives, but he ain't Paula. from Africa. He from Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for joining oh, us today for this uh, enlightening uh, conversation. <laughs> so thank let me you tell for you having what me. I got. I need to shut up sometimes. I need to communicate and be understanding. And I need to wait till my nigga 65. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got from it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, we talked about money earlier. Can we bring a broke nigga home? Like, to can y'all? I bring a man that you knew couldn't take care of me to your house? No. <laughs> so why right. we can't like? I'm not even gonna ask that question. <laughs> I know my daddy would look at me like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I already know what time that is. If you don't get this broke nigga up out of here right now. <laughs> Asking to borrow $10 for gas right. to, get my, to get my daughter home. <laughs> get your broke ass up <laughs> I take my old daughter home. <laughs> the dog on him. <laughs> put the dog on him. You gonna put Bosco on him? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Bosco, get him on my yard. Yeah, so they got higher standards for their daughters than they have for the, the women that they married, apparently. <laughs> Hey, you, 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 yeah. Well, I understand women, because I, like I said, I got three girls, and I have no son, so I, I understand ladies. They got that. three, three girls too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We the three same daughters. family. So I think mm-hmm. I'd be a little more protective of them. 
Do you do you feel like uh, fathers are more loving to their daughters than their wives, and should it be that way? Ah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, your daughters are your babies, so I don't know. Well, but I, but the Bible says my daddy, <laughs> yes, that your <laughs> wife should become your wife and your husband should come first, and then the children because the children go on with their lives, and your spouse is with you forever. Yeah, that's that's what the Bible says, but does it always work that way? It don't never work that way. No, so then why why y'all get mad? All right, so I saw where uh, they said who gets the biggest piece of chicken, the and who should eat first, the kids or the daddy? Who do you feel like should eat first at the table? The kids. But you know, in the back in the old days, the Rev, Rev used to eat first. The Rev got the big piece of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying, Jerome. My daddy said when he was a kid, he wanted to be a preacher because he always got the biggest piece of chicken. Couldn't <laughs> 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 stand the Rev. <laughs> You see, you couldn't stand the rev. No. <laughs> That's funny, man. That is so true. Yeah, because women back then would be worshiping the church and the reverend more than they worship the person who actually putting the food on the table. That's right. <laughs> mm hmm But I was a type of person like this here. Um, my wife always worked. I didn't mind cooking a little dinner, uh, um, cleaning a little house, you know, because she had a job. Well, these men nowadays, we got to cook, we got to clean, yeah. and work. Go to work. We got to raise kids. We got to help you build a business. Yeah. We got to do all of these things and have you sex on demand. Exactly. Yeah, all of that. And be yeah, and that, be happy. That part is demanding now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a lot. That's, that's that's foul. I had two jobs. Now all back. guys are not like that. Yeah, but I had two jobs back in the day when I was um, first got married. And I still had to come home and take care of business too. <laughs> Before I go to my second job. <laughs> and, and you was tired too, wasn't you, Jerome? Like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> then they have no choice, so you got to take care of business. <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all wanted the business more than our mamas, I'm sure. Nah. <laughs> you are Not so tired. Not my mama. You, Not you, my sometimes mama. you don't think like, man. I don't like, know. I can't speak for my mama on that one now. <laughs> <laughs> you like, okay. <laughs> it, uh, <ew. laughs> yeah, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's time, it's time for me to go. Uh, <laughs> some people know women to help, you know. Some people know <laughs> listen guys thank y'all so much i love you both for coming on our show and being so transparent and honest with us and our listeners y'all helped us out a lot we both gonna have new husbands next year watch based on this this enlightenment oh, no. listen, we gotta, that means we gotta meet them we gotta meet them soon like this next weekend let's go out again <laughs> And get my five to choose from. Oh my God. I'm I'm gonna pray for you and whoever you meet. Both okay. of you. 
<laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, if you guys enjoyed this episode with our daddies, like our real daddies, because you know, you can't choose your father, but you can choose your zaddy. <laughs> if y'all enjoyed this episode please tune in every thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast at this is your girl aj holiday 2.0 on instagram make sure y'all hit us up on we talk back podcast on instagram and here and it's tam bam official tam bam on instagram y'all follow me we are definitely looking for some interns you guys so if you're good with social media if you're good with graphic design if you have any skills hit us up we looking for you yeah we need some young people mm-hmm. <laughs> all right god all right, bless y'all. y'all a new season of bridgerton is here And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.